How's it going? Surviving. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I had one of those days today where um, 20 minutes after I'm supposed to clock out, I was still on the phone. So, yeah, I hate those. Anywhoozle, let's watch some Star Trek and forget about it. Hey, everybody, welcome to Chaos Foul Frontier. I am your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, my future murder victim, Mr. Artie Vice. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it. Oh, no. By the way, if he ever dies under mysterious circumstances, that was said in parody and should not be taken serious in a court of law. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just cover my basis. Uh, today we're watching Star Trek Voyager Season 1, Episode 8, Ex Post Facto. And that's part of the reason I said murder victim, because it involves murder. Um, yeah, so well, yeah. just jump right in. All right, so you ready to go, buddy? Yeah. All right, let's hit play in three, two, one, play. Boom. And right Stop away, we see some fashionable shoes. Yeah. By the way, I have it on my computer so that I can actually, like, read the text. Oh, good, because, yeah, this one um, definitely will help to read because it's a, it is a murder mystery for the most part. Yeah. I don't know why it – I don't know why my TV – only has like the black text, but right, yeah, that is weird, and I don't know how that happened, especially because there was only that app. Mm -hmm. So, have you figured out who the murderer is yet? It's all right there for you. Yes. <laughs> uh, so basically, the the setup of this, because what we're watching is Tom experience this uh, scene. The setup is that um, this species, the way they punish people that they've convicted of murder is you have to relive the last minutes of your victim's lives through their eyes. And we just saw Tom Paris kissing on this guy's wife. Mm, yeah, kissing. Kissing all up. I mean, if you could perfect the technology, it's not a bad punishment, really. Yeah. Well, I thought it was once every 36, once every 14 hours, you have to relive the, the moments. I wonder if that's like part of the sentencing. Like, some people it's like once every 12, some other people it's once every 36. Tom clearly didn't do it. No, no. Okay. This is Star Trek. Wah, <laughs> 
<laughs> you faded out there for a second. I was like, wait, is that how that ends? Or is he going to do another? Like, done. So clearly you waited to do the done. Gotcha. I was debating whether to do the done. That was That's more what it was. The done, the done, the done. Well, then I'll do my thing. This actually aired on February 22nd, 1995. It's, weird. it's weird when we're, we're close to the times of the thing. Like, because we were, like, just this last week was February 22nd. Yeah. Oh. Ba, ba, ba. It's in Kim. Like, you think they're on the ship going, like, we could stop at this planet? What about this planet? Why the fuck are we so <laughs> fixated on Earth? There's supposed to be one guy in the back that's like, really? Really? We're still going to Earth? Uh. Um, one of the weird little tidbits I picked up, this is the... Uh, the first, or I think it's like the 12th episode or one of 12 episodes that's um, in Star Trek history that has a Latin name. Oh. Yeah. Some of them are in Deep Space Nine. We've already watched them. It would be awkward to have to choose yourself a name. What would you name yourself? Self. Uh, it's kind of a unfair question for us because we've both chosen names for this podcast. So we're five million possible treatments. I would name myself Ricky McKicky Wicky. That, that's uncanny. That's the name he eventually decides on. My God. Like, down to the nanosecond. <laughs> I just saw a really funny um, TikTok the other day. Uh, it has to do with Voyager. It was mm -hmm. it was like a modern-day thing, and the guy that plays the doctor was at a, uh, um, what the fuck is it, an observatory. And uh, okay. the guy that plays Tuvok was there, too. And he goes up to the, and the doctor goes up to Tuvok and is like, oh, my God, it's so nice to see you. And, of course, Tuvok's like, who, who are you? Uh, we were on the show together. Just it was just one of those funny, you know, bits. Sounds it's nice. hilarious. It's nice to know that they're friends outside. That's all. That's all I was saying. It's nice to know they're still chum chums, you know, just like you and I. You know how we pretend like we really hate each other, but we're really the best friends. Pretend. Yeah, speaking with your life, it'll probably be a long, long time. Mm. Marty Wake, Captain, what's going on? I'm pretty sure Ensign Kim is dead.
Wait, you guys still have to use IVs? Don't you have some sort of weird thing that like beams the stuff directly into his body? That sounds like science fiction to me. He's a holographic man. I what? feel like science fiction's allowed. Well, shit. There's the me. murder victim, just so everybody knows. Awkward that he was oh, called what, murder. what? Uh what are you at? One second. I'm at seven minutes and twenty eight seconds. Okay. One second. Yeah. What what's going on here? Right. We're gonna pause it because once you yeah. get resunk back up. Yeah, all right. My like I just pa- like I paused for a few seconds uh, on like the dude's face, and I first I just I thought he had just stopped talking, was staring, and then I realized oh. for some reason my com- my computer just stopped for a second. What yeah. are you at again? Seven thirty-seven now. Okay, now we're good. All right, so catch back up at seven thirty-seven and hit play in three, two, one, play. And you stop touching your space button. My wife would be delighted for company. No oh, need to call. So delighted. So um, this dog right here, I found mm-hmm. this really interesting. Well, just relatively, because I always wondered. It's basically just your regular old Chihuahua. They right. just um, air like puffed it up, like you know, took an air dryer to it to puff it up to make it look weird. Yeah. I mean, to and be fair, they, they already look pretty fucking weird, so... Yeah, it's true. If there was an alien dog, it would be Chihuahuas. Oh, absolutely. One million percent. She definitely looks like a person that would cheat on her husband. Yep. You're absolutely right. Stab me if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So there was actually a lot of debate in this episode with the writers. Um, One of the writers really hated what this episode does because as you already know, Tom's going to be tempted by a married woman and right. they just really they thought that like destroys his character and the other writers thought no it's actually a pretty good you know episode for him because he yeah he falls to that weird temptation but he eventually comes out of it mm-hmm. so I, yeah. I don't know what do you think do you think it makes him a horrible person to try and get with a married woman I mean yeah it's not great. It's not It's not a good thing by any stretch of the imagination. Does it make it any better that he's going to leave in a couple of days and never come back? No. <laughs> not really. <sighs> yeah, I think actually, like, I, I do think it just shows part of the growth of who he is as a character. Because, um, yeah, just... 
between this episode and where he ends up at the end of the series, it's a complete growth of a of a person, like as a as a man, grow growing from just having like you know these torrid affairs to where he actually mm-hmm. ends up. Which I guess without I don't know, I don't think it really ruins anything if I say he ends up with a family. So you can see how that builds up. That's where he ends up by the end. Speaking of uh, character growth, while we have some more stuff, um, so MJF's the face now. Right? I mean, not really, obviously, but like... Oh. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to talk about that next time we do Chaos at Rainside, but I just wanted to bring that up here, because that was some of the best promo work I've seen in years. Right? And, uh, just really crap, man. Like, seriously... How how does one of the great how does like one of the best like face promos that I've probably ever heard mm-hmm. come from the biggest heel in the game? Um yeah, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Oh, uh, but I think he proved that yeah, he's good enough on the mic that if he ever wanted to go face, he could figure it out. Like it would be weird for a little bit, but I think if he kept going down that road, holy he would crap. Face. So obviously, this is gonna. Oh, I'm uh, these late night recordings just do wonders for our, our energy levels. I'm I'm just tired from work. Yeah, um, I got you. But um, but yeah, like. Uh, this is mind blowing, really. I, I mean, I can only assume that this is like he's already the biggest heel in the game. How can you do more? But I really think that, like, I really think that what's like something like it. I don't know. Something's gonna happen to where this makes him. He's gonna turn it around and make him look just even more of a heel somehow. Yeah. No, I feel like that's definitely what he'll end up doing. But um, yeah, we'll deep dive it some more. I'm really looking forward to a revolution. And uh, oh my god, uh, yeah! Like I was already looking forward to it, but they just keep adding and adding and adding. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So, which while I'm thinking of it, and I'll try to remember to keep doing this because we always do these kind of spur of the moments, and then we don't have a chance to really hype them up. We will undoubtedly be doing a bonus episode right before Revolution on the Friday before Revolution with mm-hmm. our um, predictions on who's going to win in the pay-per-view. So, I thought Revolution's on a Sunday. It's on a su- or, well, whatever. But I'll, we'll, I think we should try to do it on the it's Friday. Cool. And then it's on the Friday. Or the Friday. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, gives everybody a well, couple pause, days to pause, pause your, pause your show, pause the show. Horrible, horrible pauser. What the fuck is going on? Well, you suck at technology, and um, you should be last week. Oh, here we go. What are you at? 1329. Suck at life, and everyone hates you for it. That's all there is to it. You said 1329. Yep. I really don't know what the frick is going on. Okay, I'm here. Okay. 
All right, we're going to hit play at 1329 in three, two, one, play. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. You need me to pause again? Or... Yeah. Stupid episodes with your TV, not doing the subtitles, and then... That was... That, yeah, I know. Honestly, this would be so much easier on my TV. This time, it was completely my fault. I accidentally clicked the... Because I have a gaming mouse, so uh-huh. like I accidentally clicked one of the buttons on the side, and it made it go back. Click your mouse. I'm at thirteen forty-two now. Okay, so just be a few seconds. Okay, I'm not well, far off. It's just yeah, you want to be as close as possible when we're watching these episodes. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Thirteen forty-two. Yep. Almost yeah, there. Uh, gaming. There we go. Okay. If this is your first episode with us, know that we don't usually have this many technical problems, but when we do, it usually leads to a pretty funny episode. So hopefully that's true. All right, Woo-hoo. we're going to play in the three, two, one, play. There. Hand off mouse. Okay, get your hand away from your mouse. I'm, I'm done. I'm done touching you, Mickey. Get away from me. <laughs> oh, so um, for anybody not watching along, Neelix is now giving the captain some advice about these two species. Uh, because the, the species they went to is at um, war with this other species that used to live on their planet. And basically, it's just a civil war type situation. Mm. That's going to come up later, if you can believe it or not. I don't believe you. It's not like they're having random conversations about nothing. One tiny patrol vessel? That kind of looks like uh, one of those Corvettes from Star Trek, you know, the the Princess Leia ship from the first Mm. movie. I can see why they had trouble. Look at those weird lizard people. How could they ever coexist with the fabric heads of the other species? Yeah, that's fair. Very, very curious. Yeah, you heard it in his voice. He was like, come on over, everybody. Come to the barbecue. Everybody in space have these weird-ass chairs. That's a good question. Oh, you know what these circumstances are. There's a star. There's a uh, Starfleet protocol that, like, when they're going to an away mission, they have to be armed. That is kind of a weird thing to do. Just beam down to the head of a government and be like, "I'm just going to go ahead and bring this gun." Right.
So it's not just like they have to relive the memory. The, the memory parts of the brain are actually implanted in the um, perpetrator's minds. So it's literally just overriding his memory every time. They also put the engrams in a robot to testify at the trial. So, so as you can see, there's no way Tom Paris didn't kill this man. And yeah, I feel that like pretty, pretty uh, cut and dry. I feel like we're going to have a good time moving on from here and never have any deal with Tom Paris again. I feel like this map painting for their city was used in Deep Space Nine, but I can't give you the exact episode. It just looks really familiar. Mm. Of course, we've already, you know, screwed up his brain, so why not? <laughs> Two marks first thought is, did you do it? Are you sure you didn't do it? Or did you do it? Now, I hear you saying that you didn't do it, but I've got to ask, did you do it? Their marriage was over. It was almost over. Whatever. I knew her for like all the day. Like if I had plenty of time to work out the intricacies of their marriage. I hate that. Basically, nothing happened. I only slept with her like one time over like, like four sessions. It's yeah. fine. I know when I get bored, I start sleeping with married women. That's that's like my main source oh, yeah. of um, absolutely. Uh, I'm just really surprised about like how few people take advantage of those uh, ads that pop up on the internet about all those desperate women in your area. Right. No, we don't get all preachy with me, Tom, just because we still live in a time where smoking still happens. I hope you have to relive a murder that you may or may not have committed over and over again. <laughs> kind of looks like this isn't one of their better alien designs. It kind of looks like they have moss growing out all over their head. Yeah. This one's always kind of bugged me because clearly they wanted to make sure she still looked hot, but they had to make them look alien enough to be aliens that aren't like the ones we already know. So that's always a difficult thing when you're doing Star Trek is trying to make women make the women still seem attractive even if they have to wear all that makeup. Yeah. No, it's certainly weird. Why were you wondering? You've literally been here a day. Like, Not even a whole day. I don't know. Who cares why this old man is married to this young woman? You're never going to see them again. Right? <laughs> and like we said, he already figured out that their marriage was over. Like, 
they've talked for all of two minutes. And he gets stabbed. Oh, so good with stabbing in the stomach. Why is he like this? The fuck? Why isn't words coming? What do you mean? I don't know what's being said. Okay. Um, basically, they are saying that they had trouble integrating his um, the engrams into his alien system, and so it's he's not supposed to lose consciousness like he did. So the doctor that implanted them is suggesting that they go back to Voyager because their doctor wanted to go help them. And now the minister is saying, "Hey, don't leave orbit." Which honestly, even if they leave orbit, what the hell's the difference? He's going to yeah. keep reliving those memories. I don't, I don't know what's going on with this mother effing, effing McEffin thing. Jason McEffin thing. Do you want to pause for a second while you try and figure it out? Or? No, we're, we're, we're still going. I haven't paused yet. All right, let me know. I'm gonna... I'll give you updates on what's going on. Honestly, the... Um, so yeah, the doctor's just saying that the the procedure has made um, is making brain damage happen to Paris. No, I'd fuck it. Pause it. Okay. I'm gonna try this. Try your face. Uh, I did not. Oh, pause hey, 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 look at that! Now it's working again. What are you at? I'm at 2235. Okay. And all right, we're ready. All right. And just keep looking at Janeway's weird ass face, and we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Boom, baby. There we go. Yeah. So the doctor just said that Tom could be suffering from brain damage from this. Um, and, uh, Janeway was like, oh, maybe we can appeal. And Tuvok's like, yeah, well, before they came up with this procedure, the punishment would have been death. So maybe don't appeal. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, how much brain damage can it really do to Tom? He is not Tom. Yeah. What do you mean someone's lying? I don't think that could possibly be true. Well, that is um that is an interesting piece of technology that gets mentioned a couple times on Voyager. They don't really bring it up anywhere else, which is weird. Um, in Star Trek, they can do what's called an ARA which is like a more effective lie detector. Uh, as far as I can tell, any species from the Alpha Quadrant, they can do this scan on and tell if they're telling the truth or not. So doesn't really come up in anything else. I think Voyager is the only place I've ever heard it mentioned, but it's a cool little thing that you can now know about. 
She don't like strangers. Especially, you know. No, I'm not gonna say it. What? Because I'm black. No. Well, have you seen any other black people in our species? Because you're, because you're Vulcan. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I made it a race thing. It was just a species thing. I can't tell if that's worse or better. <laughs> You do seem very smiley and, and happy that your husband just got stabbed. Right. Is that purple stuff? Like from the Sunny D commercials, or is that supposed to be like mine? <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know how much you know about Vulcans at the moment, um, but if I haven't mentioned it, they live a very long time. Tuvok is well over 100 and something years old. Same. I just, she, he just mentioned that he's been married to his wife for 67 years. And like, that, they got married when he was like in his 40s. So, I think the, that Vulcans can live about three or 400 years, if I remember right. I don't know. I'm trying to remember when Spock canonically died. But he was pretty old when he died. Not the Engineering Institute. A woman knows too much. Again, these people have known each other for like three days. Like, I understand they're like whirlwind romances, but at no point is Tom suspicious. Seriously. Maybe maybe it's because he's attract, an attractive man, relatively speaking. And, we, and you and I despite everything, are not what you would call traditionally attractive. <laughs> I like how you threw the word traditionally in there. Uh, I try. It's mostly for my own ego. I know who <laughs> I am. I, but I don't like to say it out loud. I mean, come on. It's not like you know anything about their legal system. Maybe all she has to say is it's over and it's done. <laughs> yeah, maybe if I swim back here in a couple months, then we'll be all good. <laughs>
you should leave now. You you should leave <laughs> and not go over there. You might want to consider leaving at this point. Just saying. <laughs> Did you leave long enough for someone else to jump in the window and stab your husband? <laughs> I've seen the memory. You did not try very hard to stop him. Wow. You forgive him. Well, that's very big of you. Good honor. Remember, my tea tasted very much like chloroform. He's telling the truth. Also, he is not the father. Wait, what? Don't worry about it. The, the uh, Mori episodes from back in the day? You know, lie detector test or you are not the father? No? Okay. So I'm the only one on this podcast that watched trash TV growing up. That's yeah. Started. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch it. Uh, better yeah. things to do with my time. That's just a lie. That is a bold face lie, sir. Not really. I'd rather like play video games or something than watch that crap. Yeah, fair point. As someone that's been deep diving into Skyrim again, it's uh it's definitely takes up your time. I spent a good like eight hours yesterday playing Skyrim just because I got into a groove. Oh. Which at the time doesn't feel like a bad thing, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, oh crap. Hmm. <laughs> There's an old Maquis trick we tried in, in situations like this. Let's just shoot them both. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, that's probably, if you're not watching along, this is important. While they were talking to Tom, who had woken back up, they were attacked by two of those other alien ships. Um, and that's what they're doing right now. They're trying to, you know, stop the two-on-one attack. And Chakotay is using an old Maquis trick to get out of the way. Basically, he just made the ship look like it was really damaged and um, then fired all the weapons at the other two ships. Honestly, it's not that, like, 
I'm not saying it's not a good strategy. I'm just saying it's not specifically his trick. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's very clearly written out in the Art of War somewhere about making yourself look weak to surprise your enemy or something. I believe Lieutenant Paris believes what he's saying, but I also think he's icky for trying to sleep with a married woman. <laughs> uh, this is, I think this is the first yeah this is the first time that they start doing or start uh, do a mind melt um, which if you're not I don't know if how aware you would be because you, uh, you didn't grow up on as much Star Trek as I did mm-hmm. but basically Vulcans can um, link themselves to somebody else like um, telepathically right. and um, do a lot of different stuff and it's a big part of the original series with spock and i think one of the cool things voyager does is they pepper in the stuff that spock did on the original series but they don't overdo it too much like they don't do a mind meld every week it's kind of a big deal when he does stuff like this so oh gotcha yeah it was a very conscious choice while they were writing his character not to try and overdo the stuff from the original series And no, I don't know why you have to put your hands on the head to make it work, but that's how it works. Now I understand. Yeah, it's over. Oh no, and stabbed again. It's like the third time this guy's been stabbed. Well, that was all pointless. Tuvok did not learn a single thing from the mind melt. <laughs> oh, I love the doctor because, again, he has all of Starfleet's knowledge, so he knows a lot more about the mind melt. He just said it than even Tuvok does. I love yeah. how just annoyed he is. Like, he had the hypospray ready. Like, yeah, I fucking knew you need the hypospray. That was a really stupid idea. Uh. And by not, and by um, learning nothing from the mind melt, I mean he solved the case because of the mind melt. The alternative sentence will be 50 lashes from like 50 feet away or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's going to be much more tortury than this one was, though. 
Why were you waiting off on the side there to do that dramatic entrance, Tuvok? Oh, you know. <laughs> so I'm sure you figured out exactly who's guilty in this by now, right? It's Paris, obviously. It's, it, <laughs> so obvious, right? I, I, I see my problem is I don't know why you're having a problem figuring it out. I mean, I can't remember all the Star Trek episodes. That's fair. No, by the way, Harry will not end up in that situation because Harry is a nerd. He plays the clarinet, for God's sakes. Clarinet? Yeah, I think it's the clarinet. How many clarinet players do you know that have gotten laid in their lifetime? Oh, uh, male? Uh, do they have to be male or but can it be female? Because that changes well, things drastically. Yeah, I don't think it counts if it's a female because, like, you know, women can get laid whenever they want, really. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's not the same thing. Okay. Uh, so if that's the case, then probably at least one, I know. Wow, that, that's like one more than I thought you'd say. Uh, definitely at least one. What the? Oh, man, You'd be no surprised one... by the percentage because most of them can also play saxophone. Oh, okay. So that it kind of sense. offsets it. Yeah, saxophone's definitely a different, different animal. Yeah. And you stole our ship. What are we going to do with our tiny little ship when we need to use our bigger ship? We packed the explosives with so much explosion. Or I'm sorry, we packed the uh, shuttle with so much explosives that we will literally nuke your entire planet from here. <laughs> what you don't know is Starfleet always carries about 40 tons of explosives in their shuttles just in case someone steals one. Yeah. Damn right. Sure, sure now. Just let me know if you need me to bombard the planet's surface. <laughs> There's a really cool... Because we've already seen um, the, the Mirror Universe in uh, Deep Space Nine. There's a really cool... Um, a show possibility with Voyager if you go to that alternate universe where it's the same crew and everything, but they're part of that other universe where um, humans are much more warlike. So, like, you would just have them showing up on planets and destroying everything and taking what resources they want. It'd be a much darker, darker show, but it'd be really cool, I think. But I think that's part of the reason that they never um, they never did a mirror universe episode of Voyager because it just doesn't work the same way. It would, it would just be too weird. Mm. Anyway, back to the murder mystery. Oh my goodness.
several centimeters taller, Mr. Paris is. I just I like that Janeway is just sort of entertained by Tuvok. Yeah, Mr. Paris is an idiot. He wouldn't know where to stab anybody. Right. <laughs> what happened? Nothing. So one of the things that like you wouldn't even I love it because you, you could watch this a hundred times you would never pick it out until it tells you the symbols in the uh, in the memories aren't supposed to be there. Yeah, it's actually secret information that they were trying to sneak out to their enemies. Pretty sick, nasty, bro. Yeah. So yeah, that's why the ships kept attacking Voyagers, because they were trying to get a hold of Tom. That was the final piece of the puzzle. What? Who would blame the doctor for the implants of the memories? That makes no sense. Only the goddamn doctor. Maybe don't stand up. Maybe slouch a little bit or something. <laughs> huh. They look like they're about the same height. You know what? They look like they might be around the same height. This is starting to all come together. I love it when a plan comes together. So... This ep this right here, this ending, which he's just about to reveal what that proves that this is the murderer, if you haven't figured mm -hmm. that out, um, is actually taken directly out of a Sherlock Holmes book. Oh. Um, I've never read it. I've never read this one, but basically, yeah, a dog identifies the killer in the book, so that's where they got the idea for that ending. Because, again, the dog doesn't like uh, strangers, so he must have been there right. quite a few times. There we go. Please don't touch me. Seriously, you you got me tortured and almost kidnapped. Please stop touching me. Did I mention stop touching me? Like, it makes me sick to my stomach for you to be this close to me at this point. I don't think you're getting it. Let me reiterate. Stop touching me. Also, I just love Janeway's satisfied smirk. Like, you did it, Tuvok, but I feel like you could have cut that down like by five minutes or so. Could have just started <laughs> with the dog. Yeah. This is one of the more Tuvokian moments in all the series. <laughs> I 
Uh, you gotta always remember when you deal with a Vulcan. If you had been guilty, I would have nailed your ass to the wall without any hesitation. I feel like that's fair. <laughs> Short talk. Also, though, I'm one of the few people on this ship that actually has a chance of seeing my home again. You're all going to be dead in 70 years. There's a, there are like, I think there's like one or two other Balkans on the ship. They're the ones that, that's why they don't really have the same emotions. Like, yeah, we're missing our family, but we'll actually still be alive. So you guys can go fuck off. All right, so there you go. There's the end of the episode. What did you think about the uh, murder mystery? Kind of. Yeah, it was a mystery of a murder. And yeah, I think for me, I don't think I agree with it destroying Tom's character. Um, no, it definitely, I don't think so. Yeah, definitely, he doesn't come off looking great, but he does learn from it, which is a big part of his whole arc. Anyway, he's got to learn from a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, um. All right, I'm just pulling up the next episode. I think I remember what the next episode of Deep Space Nine is, but I want to. Uh, have it in front of me before I say it. Um, this Wednesday, I think what we're going to end up doing is a Simpsons episode, just because there's this particular Simpsons episode that's in my head. So we're going to watch it, and then um, for the podcast, we'll discuss it. Um, if you're curious, it's going to be Bart the Daredevil. Um, I don't. Do you, when I say that, do you know what episode that is? It's not a curiosity. Nope, not just from the title. Okay. It's it's one of the like it's from like I think season one or season two so it's really early but it's one of those episodes that's like right up there on top of the list of um Star Trek or Simpsons episodes of all time I think if you haven't seen it it's it's going to be blowing my mind because it's so overplayed almost uh, uh, but it is a fun episode so I think you'll enjoy it um, all right so I, I did the next uh. I have to tell you this. After this episode of Deep Space Nine, and we get into a two-parter that is like the first shots. Um, well, it's it's the first really big episode episodes to do with the Dominion, and Ooh. they're some of my favorites. But this next episode is the other one from like just as I was talking about the Mirror Universe through the Looking Glass. Uh, Cisco is abducted. Abducted. You know what? Fuck it. He's kidnapped by a double of O'Brien who takes him to the mirror universe that Kieran Bashir visited a year prior to this. Uh, so there you go. It's um yeah, it's a fun episode. It's it's a nice time for Cisco to get to be something different. So I hope we all enjoy that. And join us on Wednesday for The Simpsons. And um and, oh I did want to point out here, just because I'm like 99% sure we're recording these episodes and they're going to be coming out this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Madman and I are doing um, one an episode of Chaos Traveler where we're going to listen to a more recent song done by Blues Traveler. Uh, it's actually a cover of another song, which I can't remember what song it is. But, you know, we'll break it down like we do for that show. And then just because we had the random idea to do it and you I'm going to try and get you on there buddy because you're a big part of the whole show in general but if not it'll just be me and him 
And uh, we're going to go through the origins of Chaos is Everywhere, the podcast. I'm going to talk about why I do what we do. Like, and just sort of just sort of give everybody a breakdown of everything. Probably something we should have done, you know, 100-something episodes ago. That's part of the reason I think it's funny to do it now. But, um, yeah, it'll just be us talking. And, like I said, if we can get all three of us, great. If not, it'll be me and DJ Madman just shooting the shit about that. And that'll be a bonus episode. Yeah, shoot shit. Shit, shit. Um, I think that's it for tonight. Did you have anything else you wanted to add, buddy? You know, just the usual. Hey, everyone, you should listen to our shit. Yeah. I'm working hard on TikTok to get everybody to listen. And so far, well, uh, hi, if you're here from TikTok. Um, sometimes you got to tick the talk, but sometimes you got to talk the tick, you know? Yeah, pretty much. That, and I think that sums up our entire philosophy. Yeah, pretty uh, so, much. So, so, yeah, thanks, Derek Bowman, for the theme song. You can follow us on Twitter at um, Chaos Pod Show. You can follow me at Last Gilchrist One on Twitter or at Last Gilchrist on TikTok. Um, I actually have had a few TikToks blow up pretty good, like over 3,000 views the last one that really blew up. So that's, that's nothing compared to like um, a girl in a nice pair of shorts can get in no time, but it is good for me. So yeah, it's nice. And hopefully it'll continue to blow up and bring more people in. You got to throw on those Daisy Dukes, my, my yeah. guy. My main thing is to put up different clips um, with different music for comedy effect. And then every once in a while, I'll get on there myself and talk about the podcast. That's mostly what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So everybody else have a good night and we will uh, see you soon. You too.